0: Welcome to another episode of Seizing Adulthood with me, AD, And me, Herwin. A weekly podcast where we talk about our misadventures in adulthood so that you can learn from mistakes without having to make them and we can tell you how not to adult. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. Hello, hello. This week's topic goes out to my fellow introverts out there since we will be talking about one of the things we dread or one of the skills we actually need to improve on. And that is functioning in forced social situations. Mm -hmm. And before anything else, Herwin and I actually had a debate about what to name this episode Mm -hmm, since mm -hmm. initially its title was How Not to Have a Weak Social Battery. And that title already insinuates or suggests that having a weak social battery is bad. And that's not the point. What we want to address here is that everyone has different ways and tolerances when it comes to socializing. That's why we'll be discussing ways for our social batteries to not run out easily or ways to actually recharge them.
1: Yeah, and as an extrovert and social butterfly, yes, social butterfly, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the experiences I'll be sharing will be more of how I handled the introvertedness of some people. And of course, most especially... 80.
0: (laughs) Introvertedness. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I think it's also important for us to discuss the difference between shyness and introversion, Mm -hmm. since usually they're used interchangeably. So we'll be doing that later as well. Anyway, running out of social battery is not a new experience. But the thing is, our relationship to socializing and our ability to socialize has dramatically changed over the past two years thanks to the COVID lockdowns. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that explains why social fatigue is more common right now. So what are some of the things and situations that cause our social batteries to run out?
1: And what can we do for our social batteries to not be drained so easily?
0: For the veteran listeners, you know the drill. And for the new ones, welcome aboard. Join us for this episode as we talk about ways to manage our social batteries and listen to us tell you
1: how not to easily run out of social battery
0: before anything else like for any other episode we do this is me again stating a disclaimer that we don't claim to be experts when it comes to any of the topics we're talking about Mm -hmm. we are basically sharing our experiences so that others won't have to make the same mistakes we did and can actually learn from our encounters Anyway, I mentioned earlier how it was vital for us to discuss the difference between shyness and introversion, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Since usually they are used interchangeably. And although they may appear like they are the same thing, they're usually not. Because if we were to break down each word's meaning, to be shy is to be nervous during social interactions. While to be an introvert is to be someone who enjoys time alone and gets emotionally drained After spending time with others. Mm
1: -hmm. And now, I kind of understand why people interchange them a lot. Because those two things fall under the same umbrella of terms. Uh, Because sometimes people assume that when you're shy, you're introverted. Or when you're introverted, you're shy.
0: Yeah, although not entirely mutually exclusive for all people, Mm -hmm. they aren't actually linked. Because introversion is a personality type. While shyness is an emotion. And not all introverts are shy. In fact, some have excellent social skills. Mm -hmm. And not all shy people are introverts. In fact, some actually want to socialize but are just scared. So technically, shy people are just anxious, nervous, or scared to interact with others but don't necessarily want to be alone. While introverted people are not necessarily shy but they just prefer doing things by themselves.
1: Right, and now that we know that shyness and introversion are two entirely different things, we can now discuss what social battery is. Uh, well, social battery is not a new term, but as you mentioned earlier, it has been used several times recently because a drained social battery is now common uh, for most people, even for those who are extroverts like me.
0: Also, I just want to say that Taco's in the room with us right now. So if you hear the usual huffs and puffs and snores, that's him. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, (laughs) now uh, let's move on to the next question, uh, which is, what is social battery? And personally, I think it's the tolerance we have in dealing with social interactions. And if one has an easily drained social battery, they may find it taxing to interact with other people. And this can eventually lead to being socially burnt out, where one just enters an extended period of time away from people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because of the pandemic, uh, a lot of people are still reeling from the effects of being cooped up at home.
0: Yeah, so... To those who experience social fatigue and to my fellow introverts who are being violently pulled out of their comfortable and cozy (laughs) pandemic bubbles Mm -hmm. and are forced into the world, here is our first unsolicited advice for how not to easily run out of social battery. Tip number one. Do not ignore the triggers. Mm-hmm. Before anything else, let's talk about what a trigger is, because you usually hear that online, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh trigger, trigger again. Yeah, trigger. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a trigger is in its most basic definition, as a verb, mm-hmm. It's basically to cause one thing to happen. But when it comes to psychology, a trigger is a stimulus that causes a painful memory to resurface. Mm-hmm. And the stimulus itself doesn't need to be frightening or traumatic. Point is, a trigger prompts involuntary recall of a previous experience, event, or moment. Mm -hmm. The thing is, a trigger is not universal. What triggers me might not trigger someone else. That's why, in relation to this topic, it is very important for you to take time to to identify situations, or even people, that cause you to feel drained in social settings Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you would know how to save your social battery. Talking from experience, for me... One of my triggers would be engaging with someone who is really talkative or too invasive. Mm-hmm. And when I say too invasive, yung engaging in topics that are not really comfortable for me to talk about with just any other person. Mm-hmm. Like there was a time while waiting for a meeting to start, a coworker taps me on the shoulder and asks me where I got my laptop bag. And then I tell her where it's from. She checks the price and say things like, Butika pa may budget to buy those things. Made snide remarks like, ang luxury naman yan, ang gastos mo siguro, okay lang deserve mo naman yan. And so weird. During, the whole, during the whole situation, I was like, why do I suddenly feel attacked for getting and having a laptop bag, na apparently too much for her, when in fact I was minding my own business to begin with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for the rest of the meeting, I was just quiet, kasi na drain na from that interaction alone. And from then on, I made sure to not sit next to that person to avoid future scenarios like that. Or engage myself with people I know who apparently talk too much. I mean, I I also talk too much, but only in this podcast and with people I know. <laughs> I personally know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but, yeah. You
1: know what? I don't even think that person even understands the effects that snide remarks can do to people. Uh, it's just that it's maybe too normal for them to do that, which develops a mindset that it's okay to talk to anyone that way. Probably. Now... Mm-hmm. now In relation to this, one trigger of mine is being within the vicinity of a person with no indoor voice. For me, it just feels socially draining to be in the same room as someone who tries to catch everyone's attention. I've had instances in the past when I just avoided some people I know because they were just too damn loud. And... Hey, you're
0: also loud.
1: Yeah, but I knew how to control it over time. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, uh, I remember a time at work, uh, before the pandemic, by the way, uh, when I would just spend a lot of personal time before my shift started to just fill up my social battery. And the reason for that was there were just a bunch of boisterous people that socially drained me mentally since it would go on for eight hours straight.
0: Socially drained you
1: mentally. And was eight hours straight. But since I knew the trigger during that time, I just made sure that I had a personal ritual to keep myself sane and survive throughout the entire shift.
0: So basically, social fatigue or exhaustion can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. But it can be prevented when we are able to recognize what causes us to feel socially drained. Because... Knowing those things would allow us to manage situations accordingly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And if you have nothing to add, I guess that's it for tip number one. Do not ignore the triggers. Mm -hmm. Next is tip number two. Do not forget to establish boundaries. Or wait. Make those healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Healthy
1: sounds better.
0: <laughs> anyway, we can't deny that there really are social situations we can never escape from because of school, work, family, friends, or even society dictates for us to participate in them.
1: Mm-hmm. And things like family reunions, uh, team buildings for work, uh, group projects in school, uh, including oral group reports. Yann, Yan oral group reports. <laughs> and tagabili
0: uh, <laughs> Hindi ako ganun. <laughs> <laughs> Ay, nga pala, extroverted ka. Okay.
1: And yeah, honestly, basically any situation that obligates us to speak to a lot of people.
0: Yeah. And if we uh, if we're to be completely honest, mm-hmm. those social events or situations you just mentioned, are usually just filled with the typical small talk and mm-hmm, discussions mm-hmm. of the mundane realities of our lives. Diba? diba? Yes. Although it's not a big deal for some, for others like me, we have to mentally, emotionally, and socially prepare for such uh, situations. Situations. <laughs> situations yeah. is the proper word.
1: <laughs> uh, yung people nagba practice ng certain reactions and responses to possible situations. Yeah, I,
0: I actually do that. Mm-hmm. Like, kung family reunion and then a distant relative comes up to me. Or kahit yung resident magitis na tita asks me ano kung my boyfriend na ako or girlfriend na ba ako. Or bakit wala pa akong anak. Aba? Or kung bakit yung tinitake ko na course hindi naman mapera sa future. Yung mga ganun mm, yeah, before. Typical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ang stressful ng scenarios na ganun just thinking about it. Mm-hmm.
1: And usually, those situations naman talaga really happen especially in a Filipino cultural setup. Or even sa ibang cultures, yeah. they're also applicable. Uh, point is, being able to predict certain situations will allow us to set healthy boundaries. So, yeah. healthy. Uh, like, uh, if alamun na nga namay Martez Cantita who asks the most uncomfortable questions, uh, during reunions, you do your best to minimize interacting with her. You can engage in polite interactions, but know when to back off to avoid having your social battery drained.
0: Yeah, and I guess another way to actually set healthy boundaries is to actually join or engage in social events that actually excite you. Mm -hmm. Like pick and choose which ones are really worth your time, energy, and effort. For example, if your friends decide to go bar hopping and you're not really up for it and just want to spend your weekend resting and recharging after a very busy week, don't pressure yourself to socialize with the feelings of obligation. Because honestly, if you pick or choose only what genuinely excites you, it will be easier to find the motivation to go or do anything.
1: Right, and I actually have one very recent experience to share for this part. Uh, so my brother recently got married, and one who doesn't know the story behind it would think that I'm totally an asshole for choosing not to attend the wedding. But that's the thing. I established a healthy boundary for myself, which is why I didn't attend. You see, my brother and I, including 80, uh talked about it. And no, I'm not in any beef or misunderstanding with my brother or any siblings for that matter. And in fact, we just met a few days ago and we had a great time. Uh, The problem is more about other family members. Uh, As mentioned, I think in some previous episodes, I was involved in a squabble with some of my family members for making a big deal out of a vague Facebook post that they thought was directly aimed towards them. But that's the thing. They put malice and meaning to a simple and general post, and that is coming from me who posts in, like, what? Once in a blue moon. Once a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once uh, a year. True, that's true. And probably it's their internal guilt talking. But anyway, I established boundaries by not forcing myself to go to an event where I know relatives have talked behind my back.
0: And the thing is, your brother is fully aware of the situation and even Mm -hmm, gave mm -hmm. his blessing for... You to decide what's best because even he knew how unpredictably toxic the situation would be. So to our listeners, remember that it is okay to recognize that not all invitations will bring joy or fulfillment.
1: Yeah, choose your battles so that you can keep your sanity when everyone else is losing theirs. Uh, That was my experience, which I think is a great example for this tip. And as Aidy mentioned earlier, choose which social situations are worthy of your time, energy, and effort. So that's it for tip number two. Do not forget to establish healthy boundaries. Next is tip number three. Do not put off taking breaks.
0: Yes, I must emphasize how important it is to take a break from anything we do regardless of how exciting, fun, mm-hmm, or even boring mm-hmm, they are. Mm-hmm. Breaks are necessary because it allows us to recharge from whatever it is we are doing. And for my experience, late 2020, around December, I remember how excited I was to see my friends again after a while, since we really haven't been able to meet thanks to the first wave of the pandemic and multiple lockdowns. But yeah, I was really f- looking forward to it. Taco. <laughs> then... I'm in the middle of my story, okay. <laughs> <laughs> then, when we finally met and had the reunion, I noticed how there would be times when I would just go quiet and stop, t- uh, stop joining in on the conversations. And then after a while, I was good again. And then paused. And joined in again. And paused. And then I realized that I was taking breaks because my social battery was running out. Then, when we got home... T- oh. Intense.
1: Intense.
0: Intense panting. Then when we got home, I felt so tired from all the external stimulation. And the tiredness I felt was like doing a hardcore workout from the gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like doing a heavy workout and then you have to recuperate from doms. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So yun, after a few days, I didn't really feel like going out. Even when they wanted to meet up again, I sa bahay to recharge after being overly and socially stimulated.
1: Yeah, sometimes socializing can be draining and uh-huh. we don't even notice it. It really is best to pace or set limits for yourself since not everyone has the same amount of social energy to spend. Uh, It's okay to shut Mm -hmm. yourself out from time to time. Uh, I personally enjoy my alone time, which I consider as a huge break from socializing, and it somehow makes me a bit more enthusiastic to reconnect with people afterwards. I get to talk more about stuff, uh, look forward to meetups, and... Can actually, I can actually have a swell time with the people that I care about. Swell. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, keep (laughs) in mind.
0: swell time? Swell
1: time. Pre pandemic swell time. What? (laughs) Anyway, uh, keep in mind that taking social breaks also applies to the people around us. Uh, Everyone has different levels of social batteries, so be mindful if someone seems a bit distant or indifferent. Try not to force interactions, and maybe they just need a break too.
0: Yeah, so remember to take time for yourself to reset and recharge before, during, and after social interactions Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. avoid having social fatigue and burnout. And that's it for tip number three. Do not put off taking breaks moving on to tip number four do not overlook planning yay mm. <laughs> i think anyone who has listened to this podcast long enough already knows how much i love planning ahead and managing mm-hmm. and managing things to the point that i'm self-aware enough to know how i sometimes micromanage mm-hmm.
1: and that that is so true uh <laughs> from uh, meal plans uh, trips <laughs> and a lot more stuff out there sobrang extra meticulous
0: anyway planning is actually a good idea even for one social battery mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you know when you plan your social battery does doesn't easily run out it allows you to manage your energy levels and allows you to plan your activities and social interactions mm-hmm. So, I'll use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. We've all heard of night owls and morning larks, but I'm actually an afternoon person.
1: Afternoon bird. So, (laughs) generally... I don't know if that's the term.
0: (laughs) Generally sleepy in the morning and in the evening, but my energy and alertness peaks somewhere between noon and early evening. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds weird, but we exist. I have my people. (laughs) You can Google it. (laughs) But anyway, since I'm aware that I function that way, I try to schedule important things and meetings after lunch and leave other mundane tasks for the rest of the day. That way, I can avoid burning out from having too many social interactions during times of the day when I'm not in my best emotional and mental state. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. And now,
1: for my part, I'm gonna use you as my example.
0: Thank <laughs> so, you. I feel so honored. <clears throat> sorry
1: about that. Uh, I actually planned how I would approach AD when I was still getting to know her. Wow. And, <laughs> uh, I sort of had an idea that she was introverted back then. So I had to be careful not to spook her with how outgoing I can be at times. Spoopy. Yeah. Social butterfly. <laughs> uh, I would often say my morning greetings to her, uh, do some small talk, and give her enough room and space afterward. Uh, near the end of the day, I drop by again uh, to say hi and talk about how our day went. Uh, just little bits of conversation here and there until we were both comfortable enough to talk to each other without the fear of losing interest so oh, methodical diba no. right?
0: ba? No. Mm-hmm. skyrim days <laughs> oh yeah true <laughs> <laughs> anyway ngayon non stop ingay na dal daldal eh. madaling araw oh yeah but there was a time na extreme yung planning ko before to avoid awkward social interactions and i don't know if anyone relates to this but there was a time in my life when i had to memorize what to order just so i'd be saved from a made up shame Scenario in my head.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know
0: that. I remember you telling I- me. I that. think I still do that mm-hmm. up until now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was also even a time when I would ask someone to order for me, just so I wouldn't have to be the one stating what I want. Yung mga mega borderline shyness and introversion merge together.
1: Mm-hmm. And pa yun, mga 2012. Ang mm-hmm. <laughs> Ang <hanggang ngayon. laughs> May mga ano lapses.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, planning ahead will really help you remove the unconscious stress of when you will be required to spend your energy. And if you have nothing to add, I guess that's it for tip Mm -hmm. number four. Do not overlook my favorite planning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Moving on to our short and final tip, tip number five. Do not neglect the importance of alone time. Alone time. Yeah. Herman and I have been advocates of spending time alone. Mm -hmm. Yes, we Mm -hmm. do enjoy each other's company. But there are also times when we enjoy doing things on our own. The thing is... Being alone isn't necessarily a negative thing like other Other people would think. Because whenever you spend time with yourself, you are basically putting your well-being first.
1: Mm -hmm. And having enough breathing room to hear your own thoughts is a much-needed personal activity. Uh, Spending personal time is never ever a selfish endeavor Wow, <laughs> uh Since it always helps uh, clear your body and mind from the clutter of daily social interactions. Yeah. I genuinely enjoy socializing again. After I've spent some personal time, since there's so much more to catch up on. Uh, iba kasi yung feeling ng conversations pag matagal mo na ding hindi yung tao. Oh, can, you,
0: can you all hear tacos panting? Yeah.
1: Intense.
0: Yeah, and must exciting yung catch up with people or with others, cause mm-hmm. there are new stories to tell and new experiences to share. True. Hindi na yung mga mundane topics na may maagaw lang. Mm-hmm. And this is me talking from personal experience, but really, there are people who think that. Me wanting to spend alone time is just an excuse to avoid meeting up or going to a social event. So they don't really take my nose slightly. Mm-hmm. and they would even guilt trip me and say things like, "I am Mulangamisama or Ang kj mo Munaman. So let me tell you, if you ever experience this and meet people who don't want to accept that sometimes socialization can be exhausting for you. Then there's no point explaining yourself or convincing them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After all, introversion isn't a flaw, it's a personality trait. Yes. Uh, go ahead, recharge your social battery by enjoying the company of yourself. Do the things you like, the things that make you happy, and the things that make you feel fulfilled.
1: True. And for our listeners out there who value their alone time,
0: tuling lang yan. Yeah. Uh,
1: and for people who haven't tried it, let me just say that it does wonders both physically and mentally. Uh, mm-hmm. If you feel tired and worn out from all that socializing, try having a hearty meal on your own. And, just listen to your serene thoughts. Serene. Serene. Endeavor and, mm-hmm. Serene.
0: Dami mga vocabulary uh, today. I
1: okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Actually, natraikunadinyan dati after a Christmas party. Yun talaga sobrang dami ng yari. And I really felt recharged afterward.
0: Yeah. So remember that whenever you have alone time, you allow yourself to recharge. And whenever you allow yourself to recharge, you help yourself make it through unmanageable moments and scenarios throughout the day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Being self-aware and listening to your body will help you recognize what you require to recover from social fatigue. And that's it for our final tip, tip number five. Do not neglect the importance of alone time. Anyway, whenever our social batteries run out, often we find ourselves being inauthentic as we reach a point where we are just extending our patience and friendliness and politeness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's why it's really important for us to know our limits when it comes to using our energy for socializing. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Socializing is an unavoidable interaction in life. So we have to constantly recharge our social batteries through personal rituals. Uh, May it be just some small talk over coffee or an all-nighter with friends, we should always be prepared in order to not feel easily burnt out when We're out there spending time with the people that we actually care about.
0: Remember that while many of us have experienced our social batteries running out and some level of social fatigue in recent months, we are all capable of managing our experiences if we give ourselves Mm -hmm. a break.
1: So uh, before we end this episode, let us go through the tips mentioned earlier for how not to easily run out of social battery.
0: Tip number one, do not ignore the triggers Tip
1: number two, do not forget to establish healthy boundaries
0: Tip number three, do not put off taking breaks Tip number four,
1: do not overlook planning
0: And finally, tip number five, do not neglect the importance of alone time we do hope you learned something from this episode.
1: And reminding everyone that our Podversary is this Saturday.
0: Yay! Yay! Uh,
1: <laughs> as mentioned previously, uh, the topic for our Podversary episode will be all about memories.
0: Right. That's why we are giving away things that will help you make memories. Mm-hmm. Like a brand new paper printer, wow. a new reusable film cam. Actually, wow. two reusable film cams. Wow, wow. Two new reusable film cams. Wow. <laughs> Stop in the box. <laughs> and a scribble scrapbook kit to give away Last, wow
1: <laughs> anyway uh, so stay tuned uh, the, the podversary giveaway will be open to new and veteran listeners
0: yeah so see you in a few days as we release our podversary special episode mm-hmm.
1: and listen to us tell you how not to process unwanted memories
0: ADL bye music by Joshua Benzon
1: produced by Herwindy D and ADB and
0: Taco P.